Hello and welcome to this episode of One Good Question. I am your host, Leon Davis. Thank you for joining me today. I know that it's been a couple of weeks since I put out an episode. I took last week off to start reorganizing some things. And also it was back to school and I have three school aged children. So um, it was just easier on the chaos of back to school to take the week off. Sorry for the lack of communication, but thanks for sticking with me. Um, but I'm also reorganizing some things. I have some exciting things coming up. So I'm also taking this week off. I was not planning on doing this specific episode, but I was... But I came across something and uh, I felt a little convicted by it and thought that I should share my thoughts. So, um, I don't typically promote big name podcasts on there. I'll occasionally drop what I'm listening to if I'm talking to somebody. Um, but I usually don't push you to those podcasts unless it has something to do with what I am talking about. And this time, what I am talking about is that podcast. So, so I haven't really been able to get into a consistent podcast listening schedule um, just because of the chaos of being home and not having a regular routine at which I can just get away and listen to podcasts because since I'm home, if I'm doing anything podcast related, it, it's probably working on the podcast that I'm creating. So it's rare that I get the opportunity to listen to an episode, much less two and this weekend, um, I found a little bit of time in between running my son back and forth to work and running various errands to get a podcast in. And the one I chose was because it had hit my fee a couple of times. Um, I seen something on it, I believe on Twitter, and someone mentioned it on Instagram, and then it was the first thing that popped up when I opened up my Spotify. So I took the nudge from the universe and went ahead and listened to it. So the one I'm referring to is the New York times podcast, the daily, and they put out two episodes having to do with Brianna Taylor and her death. They're called the killing of Brianna Taylor part one and part two. Since I didn't really know a ton about the story other than what I had picked up from various news sources and social media, I decided to go and listen to it just to kind of really make sure that I knew what, what actually happened and see what the New York Times turned up. They typically do a great job at researching, and this one is no exception. They did an outstanding job and outstanding podcast, and I really learned a lot from listening to this. I got to a point to where my view on this specific incident was challenged to a point to where it was either dig my feet in and hold my position or take the new information that I received and really understand it and allow that to direct my thoughts and my feelings. So it was a point to where my integrity was really being tested. I read somewhere once that um, integrity is choosing courage over comfort, choosing what is right over what is fun fast or easy and choosing to practice our values rather than simply professing them. There is so much power in today's social justice movement. And now I am choosing 
to have the courage to speak truth to the power of that movement, which I believe in the core of my being is on the right side of history. But in this case, it's on the wrong side of Brianna's story. I'm choosing to do the right thing and adjust my position when presented with compelling evidence to the contrary of my previous held position of the police involved in the killing of Breonna Taylor should be arrested. I am choosing to put into practice my professed North Star of love people first. It often requires you to speak hard truths to the people that you love. And often they don't want to hear that. Breonna Taylor's death was an unfortunate and tragic incident. The police department has not been transparent. But the story of the officer who fired the shots that killed Brianna and the statements made by her boyfriend on the record line up enough to where it is apparent that her death, though it was unnecessary, was not a result of criminality by the police. There are many obvious mistakes made by the police in the incident that killed Brianna Taylor. There are many opportunities for reform that can keep an incident like this from happening again. But arresting the officers that shot Brianna Taylor would be wrong, both morally and by the rule of law. I believe it is time to stand down and use our collective energies to push for meaningful reforms. So that while we continue to say Brianna Taylor's name, we continue doing the hard work of rethinking and reforming the structures that have been designed to oppress us and build a new foundation for our culture and community to build legacy for the next generation. I want you to know this was not an easy place for me to arrive at. With all my heart, I want someone to be held accountable for the death of Breonna Taylor. But by the rule of law, and just from a pure logical basis, the situation dictates that no person will be held accountable for this. And we should prepare ourselves for that. Being a reasonable person, I could do nothing but change my position once I learned what I learned about that case. Many of the things that we learned in the general course of this case just were not true. Yes, they were approved for a no-knock warrant, but they knocked on her door. That's confirmed by her boyfriend. The only point at which they diverge is how the police announced themselves. And even if they did not announce themselves, the officer who fired the shots that killed Breonna Taylor was hit himself and was firing in what he believed self-defense. No court of law is going to convict an officer who was first shot and then in a defensive position fired off rounds. It's the reality of the situation. As unfortunate and as tragic as it was, and even with all the mistakes that were made leading up to this event, the only course of action that we can expect after this is for the police to really take a hard look at the way they've done things and change it for the better. And Louisville Police Department has already changed out their chief of police to a black woman. And they've already outlawed no-knock warrants. I want nothing more from an emotional perspective 
for someone to be held accountable and give solace to that family because Breonna Taylor died that evening. But the reality is, there's no one to hold accountable. That's what I believe from what I've learned. I really encourage you to listen to both episodes of The Killing of Breonna Taylor by The Daily and dig deeper into this case. Form an opinion based on logic and reasoning, not emotion. If you agree after listening to this, I'd really like to know your thoughts. If you disagree with me, let's have a discussion. Let's talk it out. You can always reach me at the hotline, 929-4OGQPOD. That's going to be 929-464-7763. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. This has been the Hotline Show, which is a presentation of the One Good Question family of podcasts. Once again, to leave your question, comments, concerns, ideas, and anecdotes, you can reach the hotline 24-7 at 929-4OGQPOD. That's 929-464-7763. I want to give a big thank you to my wife and producer, Kobe Davis, for putting up with my obsession. The intro music is courtesy of Epidemic Sound. The outro music is by DJ Seth Lowry. Once again, I'm your host, Leon Davis. To listen to our past episodes or follow us on social media, please click the link in the show notes.